0: Hey, guys, I'm Ben Bellack, and this is Zach Goldsmith. On this week's episode to Live and Buy in Los Angeles, we have one of my very favorite colleagues at the agency. We've been here together since there were only 60 agents. Now there are 90 offices. He sells listings big and not so big. Most recently won around $10 million to a lottery winner. No, that was twenty five five. That was twenty five five. Do your research <laughs> and Do another north of, and another north of twenty million dollars that had a dinosaur fossil as part of the staging. Yeah. And while he's hyper aware, hyper empathic, and an overall great human, what you might not know is he's participated in over two hundred ayahuasca ceremonies. With the Is this de- be relevant? With the decriminalization <laughs> of magic mushrooms in the state of California and w- the weekly intake of shroom chocolate by co-host Zach Goldsmith. What's up, <laughs> dude? <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was an appropriate time to have the agency's local natural medicine expert talk us through his opinion on microdosing, the benefits he's experienced from the use of the aforementioned, and to answer some of our questions, which we know you you share Stefan Pompeii. Welcome yeah, well to done. the show. Well done pronouncing that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks I- for having me. <laughs> I had someone once say, I know someone at the agency I think you know, and I said, who is it? And they said, Stefan Pompuyi. Is it Pompuyi? Pompui. Pompuyi. That's what I'm calling you pompuy, now.
1: What's pom-puy? up, Pompuyi? Pompuyi. I used to get pumpkin pie, pompuy, pump me, all that stuff. Can
2: we talk about who you are and why you bring this kind of medicine into your game? Wait, first question is, are you on anything
1: now? I am not. I actually um, <laughs> wanted to come here uh, to not have a filter of... Uh, <laughs> You know, of, of anything, so um, speaking with a clear mind, which actually, ironically, would probably be better if I did, but um, no, I wanted to respect the, the podcast.
2: Yeah, I am. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you something you didn't know about. <laughs>
1: That's it's why you're so fluffy. Ru- 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 I mean, coffee.
2: <laughs> so I know that psilocybin can lead to enhanced emotional insight and empathy, right? Like a lot of – I'm not going to do it. A lot of people I know <laughs> – like our world jumped. is doing a lot of micro dosing of a drug that was once kind of used in the 70s for hallucinating and still is in ways. But now for the first time ever, it's being used for the benefits of daily life. Mm. Would you agree
1: with that? Yeah, it's definitely become a lot more prevalent in the past few years. Um you know the whole tech, the whole tech um, vibe with microdosing LSD, uh, mushrooms. Some people do microdose ayahuasca, but if they do, they're only mis- microdosing the uh, ayahuasca plant because ayahuasca is two two plants: the chacruna leaf and the ayahuasca vine. Uh, but you wouldn't normally microdose that. Um, so there are there are different ways or different different um, plants or substances you can microdose. But more and more, we've been seeing with the decriminalization, we've been seeing a mushroom really come to the forefront.
0: So. I think around like six years ago, we were talking as realtors do, and um, I saw you up. I saw you like open up a mini like Altoids tin, a little tin can, yeah, yeah. And you like took a a bite of something, and I'm just like, that's not a min. Is this guy like eating potpourri? <laughs> um, I asked what it was, and you said that you were microdosing shrooms. So I know it's like kind of tiptoeing its way out of the Hollywood Hills and Malibu and into the mainstream. Um, what turned you onto it? And like, what were you trying to achieve exactly?
2: By the way, I think it's tsunamiing its way through <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the Hollywood Hills. I don't
1: know. It's in the last few years. Well, I mean, ironically for me, microdosing was kind of on the tail end of my um, journey with, with uh, plant medicine. Um, Cause you know, I started on that path about 15 years ago and, and, what I was trying to achieve is is being able to kind of maintain that state or, or that state of connection or that state of, of, of insight or that state of clarity and flow that I would get through my, my plant medicine journeys. And, um, you know, I'd heard, you know, years ago, I'd heard that microdosing was a way of doing that. And, you know, what people don't realize is that... Microdosing should be sub perceptual. You shouldn't feel anything. People think like, how are you working on shrooms? How do you feel like Interesting. it's not, it's not a, you shouldn't be feeling it until you find your dosing. Um, obviously I always advise people to experiment on the weekends or on days where they don't really need to get anything important done, mm-hmm. have some tasks so you know how to manage um, certain things you're trying to do. Uh, But it should be sub perceptual. It should be almost like if you've done, you know, mushrooms on a full dose, you know, the tail end of that (laughs) chocolates on the tail end of that, when you're kind of coming out of your experience and you just feel good, you know, someone offers you a beer or a joint or something, you're like, no, I'm good. You're just, you're just present. You're, you're in a state of just bliss and connectedness and, and just you, you know, enhanced your Just emotional, emotional insight, all that stuff. Right. So you should be able to get, ideally you want to get there with, without the, you know, without the effects of feeling a little bit, Oh, shroomy or, or, or trailing or tripping or things like, things like that. So, I mean, there's a bit of a learning curve, um, but that's the ideal state or that's the ideal intention of microdosing is to really just feel dialed in engaged, engaged. Yeah. Um, do you think that that helps you to maintain focus? Not only does it help me to maintain focus, it kind of shuts off the monkey mind, as you know. A lot of coaches talk about, you know, that call that you have to make to the client of like, oh shit, I, you know, we got to have this conversation, or I, I got to do this or do that. It just kind of when you when you dial it in, right, when you, you know, learn your, your way around it, it just it just you just look at the tasks that you have to do. I'm like, OK, what do I have to do now? Make that call. Boom. Done that. What, have this conversation. Boom. This uncomfortable interaction. Boom, 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 boom. And you're just, you're just hammering off these uh, these things on your to do list without the without the emotional baggage of like everything that comes where your mind's overthinking like, oh, how am I going to you know that that sluggish uh, apprehension and getting these things done for me, it really helped with, with having those just honest, direct conversations. Yeah. It seems like given like
2: the epidemic with opioids and the abuse of drugs like Adderall and Ritalin, and they start kids as young as Mm. four and five years old on this is, this accomplishes a very similar goal. Which is like full engagement in a more homeopathic.
1: Yeah, way. I mean that's the irony, right? Is like all these drugs that are you know safe prescription drugs or whatever legal, um, they're just they're just so toxic, right? And there are cases where that is a bit more the appropriate you know medicine. Um, a lot, I, I believe the number a lot less if you look at the research. There's a, there's a lot less people that should be on that that would be able to you utilize mushrooms as an alternative uh, but the irony is that mushrooms is a plant right it's like it, it just it grows you pluck it you can eat it all slimy and wet but ideally you want to dry it jump out your
2: but- out <laughs> on this show
1: <laughs> but you're, it's it's literally there's no there's no interaction there's no <laughs> there's no um alterations it's just you, you you pluck it and you eat it which is you know how how could something from nature be illegal it's just it's just a weird concept so you know those days where you wake up and you're just like in a good place you closed a big deal you came out you know a, you're dating a new girl you're whatever you're, you're just like a, in a good you're in a good mood nice work kid <laughs> so it's like that but every day or every time you're no no you're
0: i feel it. you that but what i was going to ask you is right before that you you said that it wasn't as deep as some of the other plant driven journeys that you've gone on what like can you share about that and taking a, a larger dose
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if you were to do so for, you know, for the average person or the let's say the the standard amount, right, a microdose should be 0.2, 0.3 grams, 0.1 for some, 0.5 for, you know, (laughs) someone like me or even maybe a bit more to be considered a microdose. a social dose. By the way, that's like half of a chocolate square,
0: maybe a little less, just so
1: people that are watching. And for me, for me, when you saw me with my little tin can, I like the actual mushroom. I actually like to eat it. The, in its Caps pure and form. stems, not even just stems, no, no, just like raw, just bite off the stems. Yeah, because then I know it, I feel it. Mushrooms, it's just like edibles, right? It's like smoking a joint versus an edible. You just never really know how each thing is mixed, and maybe it's there's a little bit more in this piece of chocolate, a little, whatever. So if, I like just the the raw, just pure to the source. Um, so that's the way I consume it. Um, but so then a social dose would be let's say one one five, you know, kind of a party dose two and then a, a full you know a full dose is three three to five and then and then a ceremonial three dose. to three to five that's an eighth that's an eighth yeah and then a, a, well, a that's ceremonial a dose for me it's five to seven right what is it a five to seven grams is what? like a ceremonial dose if oh, i'm we're going to talk deep, about that yeah. so, so you've got a big
2: sliding scale there's here, a sliding which, scale which kind of kind of like debunks the the kind of misnomer about the abuse of this hallucinogenic and people think again it's like uh oh man we're getting toasted tonight dude and it doesn't like they're they're can be journeys like that but you have a wide a varying scale and i love at the tip of it the real difference in micro and macro is to micro dose to micro use it
0: what happened a <laughs> yeah. macro dose no that it doesn't work that way okay, it's not mean, it's, a, there's it's a worked. micro dose. there's no macro dosing yes there is there's absolutely a difference
2: in micro and macro okay. stefan's yeah, one, getting one's bigger, one's bigger one no small. there's
1: micro and hyper well, you know, I would say this because there is there is still abuse over anything, right? Like the, anything beneficial, it's like. Wait, speaking of which, so if what would you consider a reasonable
0: amount of microdose? Let's say in a day or in a week.
1: Um, Like you taking any days off? It depends. Like, you know, the the, the standard protocol is uh, one day on, two days off. Mm. Uh, You know, I was doing it every day just because you feel it out. And I actually haven't done it in a while because I kind of forgot about it. Right. Like there was there's times how perceptual it is. There's just like if, you know, I just there was days where I'm like, I just I want I needed to feel connected. I needed to feel focused. You know, I needed something to kind of like help dial me in. And then when the good days were coming, and I was kind of on point, and life was just you, you know, rode the way didn't? And then I forgot that I didn't like. I just didn't think I didn't feel the need to take it, so I didn't take it. Right, it's right. Been a while right. actually so, since I haven't taken it. So you're using economy. it as a boost aid. I'm using it as a um, as a tool yeah. to to bring out the best version of myself. Yeah, I love that. I, I love that, and that's what
2: I was talking about about micro versus macro. Correct. If you just go go in like a journey, being more the macro and the hyper. Then, if you want to use the <laughs> fucking word hyper, it's they get it. The idea is microdosing is using it for one of its great purposes. Correct, and you're not abusing opioids. Yeah, I love that there, But do, can I? You, yeah, go ahead no, because I'm well. Can you use that every day? I like the idea that you're riding waves and you don't need it every day, but
1: doesn't it lose? So it does lose its potency if yeah. that's where you're getting at, um, especially if you're doing a bunch, right? And so the example I always give is um, because what happens with mushrooms, you're not really getting high on the psilocybin necessarily. It's your body's reaction to fighting that mm-hmm. that, that, that propels you to kind of have that high. And so um, the example I use is you know if if you take let's say three grams a bunch of mushrooms one day uh, after not having done it for a while your um, the, the psilocybin attacks it, it kind of comes in and all you know your 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 immune system or whatever is is, is asleep at the wheel and so they come in and they kind of just like you know just charge you and then you kind of wake up and that's why you tend to get that a little bit of nausea for some people on bigger doses and then you have that that after effect where it really kind of ex- expands. If you did the same amount the next day, um, there are still guards on alert, right? And so of that three grams, maybe two grams or one, seven of those grams are getting in. And then on the next day, they're all still out because they're like, these guys just keep coming. And so you can do five grams a second or third day and you'll have less of an effect as doing, you know, two, three grams the first day. And so... I'm a lightweight. There's no guards guards. (laughs) at any time. The guards are always sleeping. No, but you
2: build up a tolerance over time. But then that tolerance resets. Yes. Right?
1: So let's say you did whatever, three grams, and then a week later, two weeks later, three grams, you should have relatively the same effect. Mm. Right.
2: So someone could get on a weekly plan, basically. Yeah. And... You could, yeah. I always love the weekly guys like coming up. I told you I'd be watching him during this episode. Yeah. Hates the idea of this stuff. But yeah. I, I think this is a wonder drug, and I feel the same about marijuana, psilocybin. I think they both can be used in the in your daily life to activate your who, who's really underneath the weird blazer cardigan thing.
0: What I'll say is is that one of the things that I've like really appreciated with you over the years is some of the times when I've like wanted to experiment with something new, you really like watched over me and I think it just goes to show like you know, you, you've become like a mentor slash big brother of sorts in that area. And um, honestly, I used to, um, I used to smoke weed when I was in high school, like every single day at mm-hmm. school. And then like one day I got caught and got in a little bit of trouble and like they called the police. Oh, so what happened was, is I had a bit of trauma Bad association. Yeah. yeah I had, like a, a bit of a trauma assignment to getting high. And then for the guy who I was the first guy to, not that it's the same, but I was the first guy to take LSD before I could drive. My friends, wow. I did it alone at a Grateful Dead concert. Like I was, that is just, an appropriate place. Actually, I so. just went. I was going for it and smoking, and then all of a sudden, my experience of it changed. And I think that, sadly, whenever I'm trying anything, there's that that kind of rears its it, it, head. Yeah, I mean, that's, you've helped me in time, just checking on me and stuff like that. Of course,
1: I mean, to me, that's
2: very important. I look how you're offering is mentoring services, is drug mentoring. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it was to the public. Great. Where can they find it? No, but it's, it's it, it is. It's, and
1: look, it's a passion of mine in, in, in the sense that I, I believe that a lot of these things. I didn't do anything until I was 30, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, and the first thing I did was ayahuasca. Actually, that's what um, I want to talk about. Next. So, so for me, I think wow. it's really important to to learn it, right? Like you know, you say like the mushrooms is a great drug. Not to sound cliche, like a you know Topanga hippie in L.A. Like it's not a drug. It's it's medicine, man, but it it, it is right because for me a drug. It's is a something, natural psychedelic. It, it's a na- exactly. It's 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 a drug for me. To me, is something that's that's um, you know synthesized or like coke or l- even LSD, right? Things like that or prescription meds. This, these are plants, right? It's medicinal plants, and so for me, it's very important to learn it, right? You learn it as a tool. Like for me, my 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 intention around it is always first to l- learn what it is in an appropriate setting under proper guidance with the good intentions. And then once you understand it, then you can kind of bring it into the party setting, right? Like, so a lot of people, when I talk to them, oh, you know, mushrooms is not for me. Oh, have you tried it? Yeah. You know, I tried it. I was, you know, in high school, I was drunk at 3 a.m. And like, that's not, you didn't try mushrooms. You just did a whole bunch of shit and you have a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not the mushrooms that gave you that experience. It's just, you know,
2: the environment again becoming a guidance <laughs> counselor. You know, but, You'd be the coolest <laughs> guidance counselor in high school you've ever had. It's yeah. so, like, go but, to him if he's doing drugs. You're not doing you're it not the doing right it, way. Exactly. But
1: that, that's important. <laughs> Right, because then you understand, like, you understand it in its own regard so so people sometimes will do it at a party when they're when they're on something you know lsd they're on molly they're on k they're on this and then you try like you don't know what ends here and what starts here. you have no idea what what it actually is yeah. and so for me it's like, learn it properly learn, just do that understand it a few times on your own with a, with a group that's safe and where you feel like you can kind of dive in and then scale it back to be like okay well now that i know that you know a ceremonial dose at five grams whoa that's it's intense cool i learn a lot about myself okay what what happens with a Three grams. What happens with this? What happens with maybe a social dose where you do, you know, two grams, you go hiking with a bunch of trusted friends. Okay, cool. What happens when you take a gram and go to a Coldplay concert? Okay, cool. And so you're able to kind of understand understand it and understand w- what goes where, right? So a microdose may be something for a big meeting or something that you're, you know, not the first time, obviously understand it, learn it, use the tools a bit like you're, you your coaching, like Tom Ferry stuff, right? You gotta, you gotta rehearse. You're not going to do your cold calls or your whatever on your first time, your, your cold call, your role-playing, you're role your, your you're, you're, you're understanding. Yeah, you practice. How, how to fully practice. Will
2: you email me this, uh, sliding scale because I'm yeah, going to use sure, every of inch of it. <laughs> What I am excited about, what Ben is really excited about is the bigger journey. And that's something I want to do next time I go to South America. Yeah.
0: Why wow, yeah, you I, don't have to go that far? Let's talk about <laughs> ayahuasca. First of all, what well, the is the
2: proper it? setting, isn't it? From
0: I mean, that that fly somewhere?
2: Yeah, you that's, can get it here. It's, it's he has from Brazil. It's from, from, it from the it Amazon. I think the plants from the Amazon. <laughs> it is. A, like, yeah, do yeah, it properly. Yeah, hasn't had um, his house. I highly recommend do it on Melrose in San Vicente instead. I recommend. I recommend doing. Why was <laughs> more
1: exciting in Peru? If if you if you have the means and the time to do that, so do it via Zoom. What is it? Ayahuasca is a plant. I mean, it's it's a tea uh, made of two plants. You have the ayahuasca vine and the uh, tracuna leaf. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, ayahuasca has the, is the name that, that we call it. Ironically, the dimethyltryptamine, which is the active component mm-hmm. that gives you the psychedelic experience, is in the tracuna leaf, not in the ayahuasca vine. Mm-hmm. The ayahuasca vine serves as an MAO inhibitor, a, mono, a monoamine oxidate, which is an enzyme in your digestive system that digests the dimethyltry, dimethyltryptamine, mm-hmm. DMT for short.
0: That's in Turkey. Exactly. We're
1: like following, right? by the way. Yeah, so just uh-huh, the, just uh-huh, the, so was, just, we're going to chat DMT translation. is DMT, right? <laughs> just the same way when, when people smoke DMT, dimethyltryptamine is, is, the, is, is the word, but so DMT for short. And so DMT is prevalent in a lot of things, but we digest it. And so it kind of goes through our system not ever really having that psychedelic effect. What the you know shamans in the Amazon discovered three thousand years ago is if you combine these two plants with the right proportions, you have that effect because the MAO inhibitor allows a DMT to, to, to bypass the digestive system, flood your um, bloodstream, and then goes into your pineal gland. So the pineal gland, the third eye, it's the portal to the spirit world. So when people you know have near death experiences, they they your the your body secretes DMT. And it floods the pineal gland. That self activates at that Which, point. Exactly. So when people have that, you know, so it's kind of like exploring the, the the death realm or the you know, the near death experience without, you know, the the inconvenience of dying. And so you're able to kind of pop through that portal and visit different, you know, dimensions, whether it's the future, the past, you know, re- releasing traumas, whether it's alternate universes or whatever your experience tends to be. Uh, but that's kind of how it's that's how it's um, activated through the pineal gland. How long does it last? It depends. I mean, ceremonies are usually anywhere from three to six, well, not usually three, four, five, six hours. I've done one in Thailand in the jungles from sunset to sunrise, which was like 12 hours. And that was, that was pretty amazing, interesting, uh, raw in the jungle. Like I was, I don't know, six, seven cups in talking to Patrick Swayze in a tree had great insights, just roadhouse. You know, yeah, basically. I had are, all, you I ever, had this are you great, ever, are you ever, are you
2: ever scared during that journey or you want to be probably uh, too. I know I mean, to uh, say,
1: I can't <laughs>
0: wait for I've heard this answer before
1: and it makes me aroused. I mean, yeah, for me, like uh, my curiosity or my, my sense of adventure around that is, is more intense than most. Like I've gone to the point where like, I, I just, I don't really care if I don't come back from it, to be honest. Like, because look, if I had kids, you knew he was gonna say that. No, no, let let him finish. If I had kids and all that stuff, it, it it'd be different. But um, I I'm I'm willing to go wherever it takes me, to be oh, honest. And so,
2: I, that that part arouses you? <laughs> me too. If let him
1: finish. You'll okay. hear my boner so, so, will rise. So um, so 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 for me, there's not there's not much fear around that. Uh, there was one ceremony in the hunters that I've done where uh, I I thought I wasn't going to come back. I mean, I wouldn't, I wasn't going to die, but I wasn't going to come back the same. I'd be like that, you know, guy walking the streets of Santa Monica, you know, proclaim, whatever, just my bro, my brain was just fried, uh, oh, and, and a lot of great insights came around, that, but that, but that was, the, that was a time. And, and look, it's like anything else. It's like, it's like a relationship, right? The first one, of course, you're a little trepidatious, you're a little bit hesitant, you're whatever. The second, third, fourth, you start to, you know, go deep, far down and you come back. And every time you come back and you see the insights, even you the, learn the a challenging journeys, you learn a lot about yourself, but you also develop trust. And the more trust you have, the, the, the less scary it is, right? Until every once in a while you get, you know, sideswiped by a tsunami. Um, wow. But there's insight in that as well so um there's
0: insight in that as well which is pretty much what i was looking for because we talked about this before where like some people they start to like kind of lose their mind a bit or like start to freak out or wig out as they say whereas he's like some of his ceremonies and experiences he's like he's meant to go through it which leads us to
1: what they call the hero dose basically the hero dose tends to be a bit more associated with mushrooms but but you know, uh, the the hero's journey could be something around ayahuasca as well, but very much like what you were saying, there's for for me, if you enter like, nobody's doing this for fun necessarily. Sometimes it's fun and it's great, but you're not doing yeah. it for that, yeah, right? People you got to die
0: because they're going through something. They're, they're going like, through something. I want more truth.
1: They need insight. They need something that no one else in this world is providing all. You've been to all the shrinks. You've read all the books. You did all that stuff and you're still not coming up with the answers you're looking for. And so you're, you tend to go to it in that state and you got to diet, right? There's no alcohol, no sex, no, no sugars, no coffee, no st- stimulus of any kind. No sugar, none of that Adler. stuff. Oh, you, you know, <laughs> (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: No Adler. (laughs) No Adler. You know, so none of that stuff. So you're going into it prepared. It's not like you're doing it after, you know, a night out and you're home. You're depleted. DMT people do when they smoke, which is why, you know, that that's a separate subject we can circle back to. But, but with ayahuasca, it's something you're preparing for. It's, it is kind of like a hero's journey in the sense that you're, you're going to battle, you know, and sometimes the battle is easy and, you know, victory comes, comes quick and sometimes you're beaten to hell. Right. But there, there's always golden nuggets that you find. There's always something on the other side, and sometimes the 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 the, the, the sometimes you go nowhere. My first three journeys, I went nowhere. Is and, that right? And, and and many journeys since then, and you know, and sometimes the best place to go <laughs> is nowhere. You're just kind of l- left to sit in your like desperation of answers and.
2: Figure it out. You mean like, like you come out of it and you feel like I got nothing out of it? Yeah,
1: or you just don't it doesn't hit you or doesn't, you know, uh, take you anywhere. You didn't anywhere. go on the journey. So
2: when other times Another time you, and, and you get fired, you go on the journey, you come back, and you restart Apple.
1: Basically, yeah. Like or or at least um uh, fonts, you know, like you did on his acid trip. But but the the the, the interesting was thing is LSD, right? He yeah, was on yeah. The interesting thing is, unlike any other quote unquote drug or substance you can i've done journeys where on the same bottle the same medicine from one night to the next one night i'm drinking three four five cups not really connecting going anywhere the next night um half a cup and i'm gone or vice versa. You know, some, sometimes people say, well, it's because it's the f- five cups from the night before. No, sometimes the first night is blast me off. And sometimes the second one doesn't. So there is an element of, uh, of the co-creative experience that, that, that you get with this. Whereas with like, a, you know, vodka, bottle of vodka, give or take what you ate. Yeah. You drink a, a bottle. Yeah, you're you going to be the same. You it's, are. It's, you're never going to have a full bottle of vodka and and not going and not get drunk, right? Yeah, or have yeah. one sip and be plastered. Sure. So so there is something in that, you know, what they call the spirit, um, the, the spirit molecule, right? DMC is considered the spirit molecule. There is something within that uh, brew or within that medicine that's that's got the spirit guides behind you, right? And 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 they, I trust that they always have my best interest in mind, provided you respect the space and you show up, you know, uh, as a good uh, student or participant or a humble mm-hmm. a humble. Uh, um, you know, uh, so th- th- there's other elements to this particular um, plant that I feel is of the highest um, experience you can have. So what's okay.
0: what's the go ahead? Talk about what the um, what a generally what a ceremony looks like. What can someone expect when they arrive? Taking the medicine, what happens immediately yeah. after, so, and what's going on with the group? Sure. So provide
2: Respond quicker you, than charles schultz over here right yeah. here peanuts comic
1: <laughs> so basically you would uh, so let's say you came prepared you did your diet and all you follow all the rules of of, of and by the way it should be said that this cannot be done um, anybody on ssris selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors a lot of these antidepressants you cannot do it on that that could mm. be actually dangerous yeah and, wow. and a lot of you know deaths uh, occur either from mixing that without, you know, not being honest and mixing those, those those two substances. Great disclaimer, save the show. Yeah, basically. And some people, you know, if they do it on their own, they choke on their own vomit, you know, so it's, it's, it's safe. So you get
2: there, it's a three day thing. You've prepped ahead of time Prepped a couple of of days. Yeah.
1: And it's very important to be honest with whatever circle you're doing it with, that you're not on these things because some people are like, Oh, I don't want to like just, you know, we've had, People in, in certain circles that did show up and didn't either read it or know or whatever, and then you know oh, they can't wow. participate, and they've dieted their whole time. You know? Oh
2: wow! Um, and you showing up with people you know and trust or strangers? You know, there's there's men.
1: two there's two ways of doing it. I mean, I like when I first did it, you know, in the jungle. I went with um, three two friends. Who See, were he didn't of go, go to West Hollywood. He went to the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> which has He's its, done it's, it over its advantages. Times. It's been oh, many jungles yeah. and many West Hollywood. I would Hollywoods. say I would say the two most powerful experiences. One was in the jungle with seven shamans on a full moon, deep in the middle of nowhere, and the <laughs> other one was on a tuesday night in my in my spare bedroom in hollywood so (laughs) and you you can get this elixir at air (laughs) exactly or or trader joe's no it's definitely something you 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 can't quite get and if if you are buying it online i wouldn't recommend it like you you gotta can you buy it online no i mean you can buy the plants or 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 powdered version of the plant all all the shit we're going to a shaman no okay so you get there do it properly so you show up Usually everyone's wearing white to kind of respect the space and kind of be, you know, cl- cleanse the energies and all that stuff. You get saged. Uh, everyone sits down. You share intentions. Um, okay. Is quick, so this is the quick version. Yeah, I should, know. But
0: it's so it's generally done it's, as a small community of sorts. We're yeah, in this together.
1: Correct. We share
0: yeah. intentions.
1: You share intentions. You, you can. You don't have to, but you can. It, it's recommended to kind of put your intention out into the room. Mm-hmm. Um but not necessary. Yeah, uh, and then and then you drink. So usually the first cup everyone drinks together. It's a tea. It's a tea. Is it hot? It's not. No, it's, it's cold. It's cold. A little honey? Uh, no. And no. most no people,
0: Most people are drinking one cup so as their dose.
1: You, anywhere anywhere from one to three. So the different circles do different things. You know, there's you can either drink all together all the time um, or you drink the first one together and then as needed you know you say hey i need a little more or whatever and then you can just you know ask and then at some point there's a last call or you you know you're closing out the space because you everyone has to kind of come back at some point Mm -hmm. together um and then you know then then you share after in the sharing circle but but back to the tea
0: wait hold on some weed people i would be like when i would smoke i'm like this is creeper weed Like I would smoke and not feel anything. And then I'm like, I need to smoke more. And then all of a sudden I
1: was super duper high. Yeah. So is that, can that happen? Does it it, creep up on you like an edible? Sometimes like the second cup, you know, the, the first cup kicks in just as you took the second cup. Yeah. And that, you know, that can get a little dicey. So is but it normally we, about 45 minutes to an it, hour It depends. So? Anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour and a half, depending on, on people's MAO. Uh, so you put your intentions out, you drink the you drink tea, the a
2: shaman is doing circles, probably correct. a guy with long hair, no shirt and white yeah. pants. <laughs> you know, and the, he's he's kind of assisting, sh- making you feel good, kind of like correct. A, like a, Correct.
1: And just checking in you a you know, yogi on, yeah. on people. Pushes and, it too far. And correct. And, and if you ask for more, they might say like, hey, you know, sit with that for a little while, you know, this one. And that's why like we we test the medicine like we cook we cook in hawaii with the shamans out there and we test it so usually when you're serving the medicine it's medicine that's been tested or adjusted or tweaked so we know what we're working with kind of thing right so so it might be one of these things where hey this one's Takes a little bit longer. Maybe there's a little more uh, ayahuasca, a little less chacruna, or there's different variations of chacruna. I love it. It's, broad le- broad it's not reckless, and it's everyone reckless. feels like it's reckless. It, that's a thing.
0: It's a reckless act. But there are people no. that do it measured. recklessly. That's the
1: problem. Is really? Like, with anything, there are people that do it recklessly, right? I just or, mean
0: any drug usage. People assign a recklessness absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Whereas in this case, what you're describing is incredibly measured and thoughtful. Yeah. So you're in this.
2: You're in this circle. You drink the tea. Are you? What's the point? You start to watch people where it's not affecting you yet and you start to watch uh, yeah, numb ben nuts Bell-like over here start
1: to you know, want to lick the uh, well, LCD you know, that's bulbs. It's funny because that always tends to be... I like to be the first one to purge because I feel like... Yeah, I was like going
0: to say, there's no time for that. There's a purging. There's usually there's the people purging. purging, right? So yeah. the, I Both like ends. to be...
1: Uh, yeah either one um nice facilities or no it depends right. when i did it in the jungle we're shitting in buckets like there's no running water. man you're i'm gonna it's, i'm it's gonna wrong. do it in west hollywood no, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you want to do it in a nice house in bel air um but but you know so so i like that because at least it tends to get because everyone's a bit shut you know you feel it coming on and and you're oh, people might be a little shut like at least like I kind of like, let's, you know, let's give permission or, or the first one usually yeah, gets break going. The seal. break the seal. Then, then you yeah. start to see everyone else purge or some people don't. It does depends on the Hawaiian medicine a little less on the Peruvian stuff it tends to be a bit more intense, but, uh, so it depends on the person depends on the medicine, but give or take, you know, then you, you purge and you tend to have that, the experience. And sometimes for some people that's enough. They just, you know, they, they got what they needed on one cup. Great. You know, or if you might need two or three cups, cool. You know? Um, so there's no, there's no real one way to do it. As long again, as long as it's uh, in 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 an intentional environment that's respected, and that's done properly with good medicine, that's safe, that's been tested.
0: You, want, I have a crazy story. I know this girl who was like seeking, looking for something, and apparently she had some sort of operation when she was younger. The where it resulted in she was unable to vomit. So for the first night of this thing, she was in misery, just dry heaving mm. oh, for hours yeah. and hours Jeez. and hours and hours. And the thing is, is there were people in her group that left early from yeah. that from like, it was like a two or three day thing. Yeah. They left early. They were like, I got what I need. I'm out of here, right? Fine. Yeah. But she, like a true hero, she yeah, said, I didn't come for this. I'm doing this again. And I was so blown away that she said that yeah. because driving is like the worst thing ever. And she said the second night she had no, um, purge. uh, like compulsion to purge at all. Wow. She had, n- there was, and she was just kind of like in a, you know, really blissful like state. blissful but, cosmic, but see state. that. I love that
1: because Thanks for sharing. me, someone who's it's a cool doing, no, riveter. But that's the thing. Like when people say like, oh, you should do it, man. It's great. You know, uh, no, people should only do it if, if, and when they feel called. Right. And if you don't, don't. But because of moments like this, right. If somebody pushed you into doing it and you had that first night, like she had, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Fucking man, I can't believe it. You would, you would, you would go ballistics or you would, you would just be, it would, it would be horrible. But when you're going for the right reason, cause you really feel like you're, you're yeah. going for something that gives you the power, be, you know, it back to real estate. Cause I know we were trying to tie it into real estate, uh, which we can you know, circle back at the end. But um, it, it's, it's what's end. your big why? Right. Like, mm-hmm. So like, why are you doing this? Is it because it's cool and trendy or is it because you want to, you know, check it off your bucket list, like going to Burning Man or whatever? Or is it because you're really diving in for something that that's that you desperately desperately need to find out? And when you when your why is big enough, no hell that you go through in ceremony um, will be enough to, to deter you from 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 getting there. I never even heard about like a why
0: being part of doing a ceremony like that. So
2: that would seem like the number one reason to me if I'm going to do a journey, I get it. The bucket list, I get it's trendy, but like I would feel I would want to feel like I have felt this urge to do it. I don't feel like I've been called yet, but I would kind of like to go deeper into my Even psyche. Texted. Yeah. Even text it,
0: knock all. <laughs> I got a text. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I'd like to go deeper and see what comes of it. Not that I'm looking for something specific, but I want to see if something can comes come in. to me. And there's Does that make sense? Yeah, and has for sure. that happened?
1: Big time. So, like for me, you know, if you don't have an intention, sometimes people. Like for me, obviously I've done it enough times where, and you wouldn't normally do it as as much as I have necessarily. I'm I'm in the space and I'm cooking and I'm testing and I'm, you know, so doing it a bit more than, than, than one would normally. Next on um, Breaking Bad, <laughs> the real <laughs> estate years. Real we estate haven't done that. Around. It's
2: going to be brilliant.
1: Out of showing. Um, so, you know, so you, you, for people that don't quite, that are a bit more that are that are feeling called to let's say and you just don't know what angle to take because life's pretty good but you're you're curious about something more then i would you know the, the intention i always recommend is like take me where i need to be show me what i need to see right mm-hmm. and that and that can be a dangerous intention too because sometimes like woof, you know the shit comes out of nowhere but but that's almost a that, that's kind of like a an open-ended of like hey i trust you i'm not quite sure where my my blind spots are because you wouldn't be doing this in the first place, right? It's like changing a light bulb. You're sitting there trying to change a light bulb. You're trying 10,000 different light bulbs and you're like, how come it's not working? And then you do the medicine and it starts to take you there. And the intent, you know, your intention. I will say, have the intention, but let go of the way in which it shows up, because mm. if the, this, the, she might be taking, She, the mother plant, I like spirit, that. She might be taking you here, and you're like, no, but what about the light bulb? Oh, fuck! And then it's like the switch is off, or the, or the fuse is blown. Oh shit! Right? If you knew what the solution was, you wouldn't be there in the first place. So have Dude, the intention. We should live Humble life yourself. Like that. And, and, I know and, that's what I was thinking. And receive, not being you know, attached. The, don't to be an attached an outcome. to how it, how it happens. And going back to like you were saying in the room, where some people's popping off. Some people are popping off before. That's, there's a challenge there because sometimes like my first three, I didn't go anywhere and I'm sitting there and people are like, ah, having these experiences. And I'm like performance anxiety now. It's like, how come, what about me? How come, and then the next day people sharing their life changing moments. I'm and like, and, you know, this Italian guy, hey, you gotta let go. I'm like, I don't fucking know how to let go. That's why I'm here. That's me. And you're right. So it's like, I'm holding on. I was so desperate. I was, ah, and then the next day and the next day and finally the fourth one, we were there for seven. Um, so we, did, we did seven in nine days. And so the fourth one, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. It's not for me. Like, sorry, I don't know if I can swear here, but you know, screw this. Yeah. Uh, it's not for me. I already paid them here. Fuck, I'm just gonna, I'll drink anyway, cause whatever, right? And I guess that was letting go I needed because on just one cup, it was the most powerful experience of my life, and then of course, subsequently, everything popped in, popped in, and showed me why I went through that and what you know what to do with it and all that stuff. So um, again, it's it's down to the big why and your commitment to it
2: and getting out of your own way. If I take something from this, that is that is so huge. Yeah. Letting go and not being so tied to the outcome. We, it took me a very separate story, but it took us five years to have our first child, mm-hmm. and we did everything possible. And at one point, we were like maybe we're not supposed to do this together on this journey because, and we let go and we literally let go because we thought, I don't know if this this is is right. And we got pregnant oh, without yeah. doing anything.
1: Mm. The power of the mind, right, or the spirits, or however you want to call it. Like, think about it, because it's the same, the same fluids and the same bodies. You know, uh, why does it work one time and not the other? So, yeah, there, that's a big proponent in, in, in all this.
2: Goes so, to your golf game too. I tell you all the time, there's so much work you put <laughs> drive, in, and there's so much on go- tension on when, course, when you're over the tee. At some point, you let go and you let go of the result, and you start hitting drives 300 like you are yeah. now.
1: Well, it's like wait, whoa, I, f- whoa, I, forget, it well. I forget who that that baseball player is. Is famously uh, Joe uh, DiMaggio. No, uh, um, pitched a no-hitter on acid. If, if, uh, oh, no sports, way. But yeah, but Sandy Koufax, famous,
2: start that no. rumor. <laughs> no.
0: no, wait. Oh, so Dwight can, Gooden at, pitched at, on Blow, well, I'll tell you that. Really. As we wrap up here, can I just ask you one personal question? Sure. Why hundreds of ceremonies? What are you looking
1: for? Well, that's the thing, right? So for me, like I said earlier, it's not, it's not something that m- most of the ceremonies I've done are not necessarily for me. They're in, in service in the space. And so... Um, and testing medicine and cooking and all that stuff. Um, so and f- so for you, it's contribution. And for me, it's contribution. For me, it's giving back. You know, it's there's there's a, a sense of duty, however you want to state it. Boy, is um, there that uh, that <laughs> basically on the right ones. Uh, there's a sense, sense of duty and giving back and 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 helping people. You know, through through their experience because it, it brought me so much.
2: So, what would you say? Your that that's touching. By the way, Ben's starting to tear up. That is nice. What <laughs> he would you has say? A cold <laughs> heart
0: that not even the sun could melt. <laughs> right. But it is cool, and I, I, think there. A I appreciate it. Couple journeys it. in, you will melt like a. No, I I was, nice I was just going
2: to ask you what the biggest takeaway you've gotten from it as a person, in your career, in your relationships, just in your life. Are there things that you've taken that have enhanced your life tremendously in all aspects?
1: Yeah, you know, a big one is like. None of this really really matters, right? It's all a dream, right? Life's about a dream kind of thing, right? And and so if it doesn't if life's not that big a deal in a way because you start to see all the other Dimensions or aspects or timelines or or or, or universes or pello- parallel universes or whatever you see the bigger picture the thirty the thirty thousand uh, foot yes yeah, to zoom out to zoom yeah. out you bird realize like this you. is just like one dream in a higher consciousness state right um, we're all sitting here in some other dimension playing this video game for seventy years together whatever mm-hmm. um, and so what's what's holding you back from actually going after the things you want having the conversations you need to have you know um, taking the, the the shots that you're afraid to take
2: we're so worried about these little little things that 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 I often find that drugs and alcohol take away from people. They're inhibitions. If we could act like that without having to go crazy, not that that's going crazy, but I mean, if we could, on a daily basis, if you could take from those journeys, the ability to look at life from a bird's eye view, you probably have zero inhibitions at some
1: point. Well, and that's the thing, like a lot of people think the idea is to, you know, get to the the spiritual realms and and be completely enlightened. Not necessarily. It's about going there, figuring out, learning from that, and then bringing that divinity down and living, living that in everyday life. Right. Mm. So it's bringing, bringing that, that, that philosophy or that love or that unconditional flow between humans, that being a good, all that stuff, bringing that, and living that way here, not necessarily escaping it and, you know, becoming a divine being, you know, pre- prematurely. We're all going to get there eventually. Whatever you believe. If not, then nobody will be around. The, 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 the Work hard, but, live
2: life, and let go.
1: Yeah. Okay. Don't be
2: tied to the outcome. Calm down, everyone. <laughs> oh, I'm getting juiced, man. <laughs> we go afterwards. We go, is is, is go there go anything
1: journey? else you want to share
0: before we wrap up here?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think the idea was the try and I know we got long winded and, and kind of more deep dive in, into the me- medicine talk, but to kind of bringing it back to like the relevance of, of all this stuff into real estate and how that can help. You know, kind of like we were seeing some of the insights, but but I, I think ideally anything, right. Whether it's microdosing mushrooms, um, acid, all these things, it's just understanding yourself better and knowing how to relate to others better. Right. Just again, going back to some of your coaching things of, of, of um, I mean, you were talking about that in one of your podcasts about rewiring your brain around, you know, money. I think you guys were talking about that, that money episode, uh, on, on how to reshift our, our conditioning as children, uh, whether it's around money, whether it's around uh, how we interact with people, whether it's our belief systems, you know, it, it's, it's, it should all be in for me personally. Personally, it should all—it's all in pursuit of how do I elevate? How do I become a, a better version of myself from one day to the next? How yeah. do I—how do I shed the the traumas? How do I, you know, uh, wipe off the filters of of my you know preconceived notions of you, and how do I interact with that? Right. And so it's, it's gotta be, that's why I've never done coke. That's why I've never, you know, t- to each our own, but I've never heard a compelling argument as to how that would help me become a better version of myself or it gives you energy, which I'm fine with. Um, so I'm more interested in things that kind of propel me forward, that kind of open myself, open my heart. You know, that's why MDMA is, it has its place, right? Mm-hmm. Done, done right and, and, and the right dosing of just allowing yourself to connect with others and have those conversations and things like that. So for me, it's like, you know, understand, what the goal is what the intention is find and explore with the medicines that that that'll get you there and then you plateau and or, i mean then, then you work on that until you tell you plateau and then you might not need it for a while and then when you hit a certain level you know go to, go to the next level so for you guys it might be scaling your business from here to there whereas for the you know the, the new agents it might, it might be getting over the fears of cold calling mm-hmm. or believing in their in themselves to kind of get go after the the, the big deals so um Yeah, I I think it's to each their own, but I'm, you know, I'm a big advocate in learning it responsibly, using it as a tool, um, and, and just respecting the process. Awesome, man. Thank yeah. you so much. You Course. truly are my hero, Dose.
2: <laughs> I get That's it good. now what you've been talking about. Yeah. I, I'm
0: involved now too. It's
2: like elevating your way. own game and we've got yeah. your guide. So if you do want to elevate your own <laughs> game, don't do it without a guide. No, Where can they find you if they need you They'll, they'll for this find journey. me in the
1: jungle. <laughs> they'll find me deep in the jungle. What's your Instagram? Uh, Stefan Pompuy. Yeah. And guys,
0: for those of you antiquated drug dealers living in the past, Stefan, is selling his new 10 part series on how to sell uh, the no, medicine no. in and how it can improve your life. I say take it, guys. I think it's really <laughs> great. I'm at Ben Bellack. Hope you enjoyed this vibe packed episode of To Live and Buy in Los Angeles sitting next to friend, co-host, arch nemesis. Zach Goldsmith,
2: (laughs) (laughs) 2-4. This has been a super enlightening episode. Super B.A.